Sports and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Three, two, one. Boom, 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 and boom. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year and the former attendee of Oral Roberts University before they uh, you know, encouraged me to pursue educational opportunities elsewhere. And I am excited to be here with you, Thrive Nation. It is going to be an exciting show today. Z, Z, my man, how are you doing? Dude, I am fantastic. I'm excited about today's show. I tell you what, uh, you know, yesterday, if you missed yesterday's show, you can go to thrivetimeshow.com. We, we download them all as podcasts. But we started off yesterday's show with a little fireworks. I mean, we... You, well, you, you put me against the ropes. Well, I mean, you, you needed to be. Let's call it what it is. I, I didn't I mean, know where you were going with I it. Called I, you, I called you out on you it. You did. You, call, you called me out. I was not ready. I'm still not ready. But you, <laughs> your, your, your shameless defense... Of young boys who are taking advantage of their fathers. I mean, th- th- there's young boys out there trying to grow these businesses. Young pre, you know, twelve year old boys trying to grow businesses, and what they're doing is their gain is their is their father's pain because they can't drive. Well, I understand, but I tell you what, I mean, I didn't want you to put a governor, you want to limit a young entrepreneur, and I saw that, and it just hurt me in my core. I mean, my core was hurt. I mean, my core was hurt. Well, when I, when I came home, you know, my, my, my son, is, is, he just has that grin on his face, oh, realizing yeah. that Dr. Zellner is now on his team, and I'm... No, not you know. It's kind of like it's like Doctor Zellner versus Clay, and Team I'm, Z wins. I'm his defender. I'm like his champion. It's kind of like okay, he said, "Hey, you know, you take your sword and you go and fight that guy over there." And I was like his champion. And you know, quite frankly, you know, I kind of for anybody know, who who missed yesterday's show, can you kind of just re, you know recap a real quick synopsis of your your stance as it relates to my son's business, Motown Tulsa. Well, your son started a business, Motown Tulsa, which is all about, you know, landscaping or really mowing yards. I mean, that's really what it is, just mowing yards. Yeah. And due to the time that you had to drive him over and didn't stay there with him, and so you were limiting, um, allegedly, you were limiting the number of lawns that he could contract with, therefore limiting your time that you had to invest for your son's business. And I just called you out on it. I said, you know, because he approached me the other day for investment dollars. I asked him whether he had a business plan or not. I kind of gave him some hoops to jump through. And then I said, well, how's it going? He goes, well, really, I, you know, I, what do you need the money for? Well, I can't do any more lawns because my dad won't let me. I go, what? 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 He said he was limited to two, maybe three lawns, but he's going to try to try to do some more. So here's the deal right now. He is actually working on his reading game and his writing game. He, he plans on coming in hot with a nice business plan, very our detailed business plan. So I think in about two or three weeks, you're going to be hit with an intense pitch from a young man mm. uh, by the uh, young man approximately of the age 10 who happens to live in my house. So just be ready. I'm ready. For I the got, tough pitch. I feel, I feel a trip to Lowe's coming on. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like a trip to Lowe's. Now, I have to ask Phil. Phil, you are a financial planner. You help people plan their financial futures, especially people that are business owners. There's a lot of business owners that earn a lot. They spend a lot. To quote, to quote the, uh, gr- uh, the great Patrick Ewing, the former player of the New York Knicks, the Hall of Fame basketball player, he said... Uh, when talking to the NBA labor union trying to raise the minimum wage, he said, he said, uh, 
Um, yeah, we do make a lot, but we also spend a lot too. So you help people plan their financial future. When you help people plan their financial future, do you ever, uh, you know, find yourself where they also have young boys who have businesses that are trying to steal their, their parents' time freedom? Has this become a, a reoccurring pattern as you've been diving deep into the financial workings of these business owners? I, I really haven't come across that much. Um, it would be nice if everybody would start planning the retirement when they were 10. Oh. That would make my job a lot easier. When did you first become an entrepreneur? When did you first kind of become a business owner there, there Phil? Uh, that was in 1992. Really? Yes. What, yes. What, what, where, where did the itch come from? Did you just find yourself where you... Because, see, most entrepreneurs, they have, like, there's kind of three kinds of entrepreneurs. One is the one who is unemployable, you know, the guy who can't hold a job. So he says, I'm an entrepreneur, which is code for your living with your, your mom. Then there's a second, the guy who just got laid off or fired. Now he's automatically motivated. And then there's that third delusional sick freak who always wanted to own their own business. Uh, what, what's, what kind of category did you fall into? Well, I guess I was, I was closer to three. Um, I was, uh, always wanted to be in business for myself. My father was, and, and I saw that he was able to schedule around anything and go to my ball games and, and be there. And that's kind of what I wanted. I didn't want to be working for somebody else. Z, have you ever been fired from a job? I mean, did One you- time. One time I got fired as the president of iMart Express back in 1996. Did I, did I ever tell you about the shortest, uh, my shortest stint of employment ever? Did I ever tell you about my, 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 the job I had for the least amount of time? Um, I don't think so. What, what was it? Yeah, I worked as a, I was trying to get a job. I was like 17, 16 years old. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to apply for every job possible. Do the Dream 100, basically. Just apply oh, yeah. for a job. Just boom. And I get hired by a guy who's it's a cleaning service. And so I thought, how hard could it be a cleaning service? Now, <laughs> if anybody knows me uh, semi-well, you know that I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of speed, basically just life outside of business. I'm just afraid of it, you know. And so I get this job. <laughs> and have you ever seen that genie thing, that, 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 that you see a genie thing, Z, that lifts you up into the air? It's like a, 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 it's a four-wheeled vehicle. Yes, yes. And you stand and on it. just it. goes straight up. Is that the accordion one that just goes, or it has an arm? Because some of them have an arm, and then some of them just And it raises you up. Yes, and, and, I've seen and So it can lift a human to the rafters of a gymnasium. Uh, Phil, have you ever seen this device? In, in, I have, I have. Would yes. that freak you out at all if that's what you had to do for a living is to go into that thing and work your way up to the top of the gym? Would that bother you, or are you okay with that? Um, I would probably be okay with that. I, I'm good with heights. and, and Z, would like you be okay with that? I'd freak out. I would, I would want to do that. So I get up there, and he goes, okay, well, buddy, um, we're going to clean the, the toilets over here, and so I'm doing that. I'm going, okay, this is, this is awful, but yeah. I, I got it. And he says, we're going to go over here, and we're going to clean the gym lockers over here because we're cleaning a school. Okay. And now you're going to hop in that genie, and you're going to go up to the top right there. You just hit the button. It'll take you up to the top. When you're going to come down, hit this button. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show. And he says, put on this little, uh, uh, this little belt. So I put the little belt on. <laughs> right. And he says, now you want to st- attach this. It's like, uh, uh, what, what do you call the, the, the clip? What's that, what's that clip called? The mountain clip? The clip the mountain climbers use? Um, oh, I can't. I can't, it, people, I can't. What? A carabiner. A carabiner. A carabiner yeah. Put, this, uh, put the carabiner on. Everybody listening is going, carabiner, carabiner. And, and it's happening so fast that I'm not really able to process what he's saying. He goes, put this belt on. Because, again, we're cleaning toilets. We're cleaning this. We're cleaning the showers. And all of a sudden, he goes, put on this belt. Put on the carabiner. And I'm like, okay, it seems kind of excessive if we're cleaning toilets. And he goes, now, you just want to step on this right here, and you'll hit the green button. It's when you want to come up, and then you hit to go down, you hit the red button or whatever. And I'm going, okay, got it. Okay. And all of a sudden, I realize, oh, no, we're going to the top. So yeah. it's boop, boop. And the whole time, I'm going, oh, no, oh, no. And I, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating, Thrivers. I, uh, I don't understand. Z's an optometrist, so he know, understands all things medical. 
I'm not sure what happens when the human body encounters prune juice. I'm not sure what what causes that. Maybe I'll talk about it on the next uh, on the next segment here. Oh, but, we can hardly wait. Oh yeah, but there's there's something that happens when you drink prune juice where it sort right. of uh, purifies the body. Purification. And so we're, I'm going boop boop, and the whole time I'm going, oh no, I, I didn't tell him I'm afraid of heights. Nor did I think that was part of the job. And I'm working my <laughs> way, and I'm shaking. I'm getting like unbelievably sweaty, you know. And I get up to the top. And then I'm supposed to, and he goes, you'll need to kind of extend, you need to reach out to get the dust <laughs> off of the, and then he's like, you'll need to, and we're changing bulbs up there. Someone has to do that. And I'm going, no. So I came back down, I boop, boop, he's like, hey, what's going on up there? I'm, I'm not kidding, this is like maybe five minutes. And I said, he goes, what's going on up there? I said, I, I can't do it. He goes, well, you have to, this is our job, we're cleaning, we're gym cleaners, we clean gyms, this is our core niche. And I go, I'll do the toilets. I'll do the showers, but you got to go up there. He goes, I, buddy, we, we, you, you can't do that. And I go, well, it's been a good run. And I just walked off the job. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't worry about getting any payment. I was only there yeah, for a yeah, couple like, hours. It was a, good, it was a good run. But if you're listening right now and you find yourself uh, wearing a carabiner, Z, going up to the ceiling and one of those genie things at a job you hate, we're here to teach you how to start a successful business. That's what we do as the business coaching show here. Absolutely. We, we're applying to be your business coach. You know, we do practical steps here mixed in with a few little, you know, fun and games and, you know, things to kind of entertain, if you will. So, Some swaggerificness. Yeah, but we're here to give you practical steps. I mean, that's why we started Thrive15.com three years ago. Um, you probably... You know, you've been business coaching since 2007? Yeah, it? so 2007. Yeah, so ten, 10 years. It's a weird deal because you win an award uh, for starting a business, and then someone, and th that just happened to you a couple weeks ago. You, you did a speaking event, Z. Yeah, I did. I did a speaking event, and it was a lot of fun. Where and did you speak? It was called Focal Point, um, is the name of it. It's a, it's a group of uh, um, businessmen that meet together, and they have a speaker come on the first Thursday of every month, and I, they were starting an entrepreneurship uh, series, three-month entrepreneurship series, and so they invited me, and I think you're doing it in July, and then they have another speaker in August. So, and so it's kind of a weird deal, though, because when somebody says, you know, hey, Phil, you're so good at financial planning, and by the way, Phil, for anyone listening who doesn't know the name of your company, you got to explain what it is that you do, my friend. Um, we're uh, MyAnchorGroup.com is our website, and we're Anchor Financial Group, and we just help people uh, roadmap their retirement and get on track and stay on track. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but they go, hey, you're, you know, you're such a good financial planner, or you're such a good optometrist, or whatever it is, hey, would you mind speaking at the next event? And I thought, that's not what I do. But I guess because I was a DJ, they thought it would translate well. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that uh, Miss Rose Washington invited me to speak there. But it's a deal where when you get up there to, to speak, it's just totally different than your normal job. And somebody came up and said, your talk today really connected with me. Uh, could you help me grow my business? And I thought... Sure. And then it just kind of happened, and now yeah. here we are, and we've been invited to the Forbes Coaching Council. And uh, it's exciting, some of the stuff that's happening here at Thrive15.com and our Thrive Time Business Coach experience. Well, what happens is when you, when you want to start a business, I mean, you kind of figure out pretty early on that you're going to learn by either mistakes or you're going to learn by mentorship. And mentorship can come in a lot of different ways. And there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, you can, you know, but the best kind of mentorship is when you actually find someone that's successful and you get to kind of get in their wake and ski behind them. And that's what all young business people, I say young, but you're young in the form of your business is young. Um, they all, we all kind of want, we all look for, we're all walking around looking for those. And so Clay and I know how difficult and time consuming that can be. And that's why we've given our time, we've given our resources, we've given 
a part of our brain. Oh, yeah. And part of our heart. And part of my brain is it's a really small amount. Because it's already a smaller mind. Yeah. And then you take a, a part of the small. I mean, it's very little. It's kind of making a giving. clone of a clone. It's kind of a little just, you know, it yeah. kind of loses a little bit. A but, lot uh, of water pour, poured in that Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the point is, is that's our heart. Our heart is to wipe out, to eradicate that horrible number which Forbes says it's about 80% of business that start fail. And that is just, I, I have I have zero tolerance for that. Too I do high. not want too high. Too high, I say, too high. Um, and so therefore, that's what, that's what we're here for. Now today what we're going to talk about is we're walking you through what does a business coaching or financial coaching experience look like? So if you're thinking about hiring a financial consultant you know, to help coach you along the path, or you hire a business coach, what does that really look like? And, and what are the... Kind of, you know, step one, Z, let's say someone's crazy enough to pick up the phone and actually say, you know what, I do want to maybe set up a free consultation. Step by step. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. That song is great. Oh, I know. It, it, it kind of, when you say those steps, it just automatically pops in my why head. I don't know why. Why did you not go to the New Kids on the Block concert? What was your justification for not being there? I was there. You were there? Yeah, I was there. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay, so now, did, did you, not, you know, notice how Donnie's like the hype man? Like how he, he walks around and oh, he yeah. just goes... Like they'll be like, there's two guys that sing basically, and they're going step by step, ooh baby, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're like nine one eight, or he'll just people on the right side. He just basically yells oh, at the yeah. audience. Oh yeah, he's yeah. the hype man. He's a hype man. I mean, everybody needs a hype man. I didn't know you went to that. Yeah, Boys to Men was much better than. I mean, they're awesome. Oh, I'm Paula Abdul. She looked good, but she just I think lip synced. I don't time. think she attempted to sing at all. But you no, know what, Paula Abdul's a nice okay. lady. That's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. And is she? And I understand that she's almost sixty now. Is that right? Really? Probably. That's a, well, I'll, I'll, to, I'll Google it. When we come back after the break, we're going to tell you how old Paula Abdul is. We're going to tell you how uh, prune juice works on the human body. And then we're going to get into what a financial coaching and business coaching experience looks like. See, it's too much information <laughs> for most people to handle. Oh, uh, we got a full show. How does the prune work, Z? How does it, how does it work as an optometrist, as a medical doctor? I mean, uh, well, it... well, I'll tell you after the break. Okay. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. My name is Clay Clark. Check us out, thrivetimeshow.com. Click the live button. I dare you. I'm Ken P. Lott, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Professional painting by Ken. Uh, quite a bit of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff I know that I needed to do but didn't know how to do it. Uh, Web page, uh, how to hire people, sales, uh, making a schedule, making programs. I mean, just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's overwhelming. But it's good stuff that you can actually put to practice right away. It's a lot different than I expected. Uh, been to different workshops and uh, you're just waiting for the sales punch, you know. And they give you ideas and stuff, but it's always 10 years down the road when you can actually apply the stuff that they're trying to promote. And this is not like that at all. It's very ground level, help you start a business and maintain and grow a bigger business. I like it a lot because he makes you feel comfortable, makes you laugh, so it opens you up to receive and hear better. Uh, this is great. It's a lot of interaction. You, you can ask him questions, you can help. He can, I mean, if you don't understand something, he can explain it more. So it's very, very helpful. I mean, it's, they're missing a lot because uh, a lot of businesses uh, probably do some of the steps that he's teaching, but there's so much they can learn and to easy steps that they'll grow the business even better. It's not like any other workshop I've ever been to. 
Um, it's very laid back and a lot of information and it's a comfortable setting. It's, it's awesome. It's a really good, good experience. and believers all across the world. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. That's Dr. Zellner. He is he is the man, the myth, the legend, the optometrist turned tycoon. We're inside the box that rocks, broadcasting live to you from our magical microphones on the left coast of the Arkansas River with all the pageantry that you would expect when you put an optometrist a recovering DJ, and a financial planner in the same room. Phil Pickle, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Wonderful to be here. Now, before the break there, Z, I promised the Thrive Nation I was going to give them the, the, the hard facts before we get into what does a financial coaching experience look like and what is a business coaching experience. So we're going to go with Paula Abdul, how old she is. Now, here's the deal. Because you're a man, I do not want you to guess wrong, but I want you to guess. So if anything, you need to guess, like, you know, how old do you think she is? You might say 23, 21. That's, a, that's the kind of guess you could do. But I want to know, sincerely, what do you think? I would think? guess 58. 58. Phil, Phil, th take your time here don't, don't without going over. How old is Paula Abdul? Well, I'm going to go 59. Okay, Thrive Nation, I'm going to consult myself here. Z, in the meantime, why don't you talk about religion or politics? Oh, I, I got it. I, got it. I pulled, I pulled oh, you it have it. Okay, how old yes. is she? she oh, Paula, I'm so sorry. I should have guessed. She's closer to my age. She's 54. Really? Her birthday's uh, this month, in June. She'll be 55. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Paula. She actually looked like she's, you know, 44, maybe even younger. I mean, she looked great. Yeah, and she was really, really nice personality. I don't know that she sang it all, though. I don't know. I mean, just full disclosure, I don't know that at any point she actually, I mean. She was too, she was doing too much dancing and running around the stage, and it's it would be hard to to sing at that level and then do all the stuff that she was doing. So it was definitely lip sync, but that was okay. I mean, she did sing him originally, so... I, mean, yeah, I know it's a real nail-biter, but Thrivers wanted to know, okay, so how does prune prune juice work? How does it work? You know, how does it... How does it I was explaining how my, my first job, I end up finding myself uh, working as a, at a janitorial company cleaning the ceilings of high school gymnasiums, and I get up there, and I just... I'm on, I, I felt queasy. I remember I felt like I just all of a sudden had no control over my body. And so I had to lower that thing. I got nauseous. It was a bad deal. Well, Z, if you want to recreate that that feel, what you want to do is you want to drink that prune. And uh, this is how you do it. Prune, you were having a panic attack, actually. Sounds it, like you were having a little bit of a panic attack. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I remember I got down. And I threw up. It was just awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's the deal with, with prune. It has a high sorbitol content. Z, did you know Sorbitol. I, I, well, sure it does. Of course it does. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know, Phil. I mean, for... Are we changing... We go from business practical to, like, medical show? Are we doing a... No, I just... There's a lot of drivers that wanted to know. There's, no, <laughs> no, Sorbitol... Uh, it, it, we, we don't have time to get into it, but just, just all I'm saying, Thrive Nation, if you want to recreate the feeling of anxiety that I had when I got to the top of the gymnasium of a high school, uh, drink that Sorbitol. Now, Thrivers, we're talking about what does the business coaching or financial coaching experience look like? Well, we'll go ahead and get, get started here. So one is you got to know where you are if you want to move from where you are to where you want to be. You have to figure out right now, where are you? All right, so typically, Z, when someone comes in for a business coaching evaluation, we'll audit everything. And as an example, we'll look at their website. 
And their website probably has wrong permalinks, wrong title tags, wrong... The point is, their website is not anywhere in Google. Yeah, and what's really great is you can just actually email us at info at thrive15.com and get that first step done. We won't charge anything for it. We run a 39 point. Is it 39 or 37? 37. 37. Yep. Well, I, you know, we'll compromise. We'll say 38. No, okay. so the 37 point evaluation of your website, and then you'll know. You'll know we'll give you a grade on it, and then you'll know what's wrong with it or what, what you need to you know, make better so that you can move up the Google and here are all of the areas that we're going to take you through during that initial evaluation. So we're all good here. One, we're going to go through your revenue goals. You know, do you have goals? Are they defined? How are you going to get there? Second is the number of customers you need to break even. Most people have no idea how many customers they need to break even at all. Yeah, exactly. We go over an audit of how many hours you're willing to work in the business in addition to on the business. We're going to talk about determining your unique value proposition. We're going to improve your branding. We're going to assess your marketing. We're going to assess your sales conversion system. We're going to go through all 13 areas. And when we do that, it's going to be abundantly clear to you and to us where you're lacking and where you're strong, and then we can make a proven path for you. And, and Z, I think a lot of entrepreneurs we meet with don't even know that maybe their branding is a problem until we do that evaluation. Absolutely. And then also, too, you know, it's, it's, um, it's almost a crime and a shame, but sometimes you sit down and talk with them and say, how much do you make per widget you sell? And they're like, um, mm. And so we look at, uh, mm. let's say you're going to reach out to a financial coach, a financial consultant. So, Phil, when you sit down with somebody, um, talk to me about what, what kind of process do you go through with these people? What does that look like if they're, if they're daring enough to go to your website myanchorgroup.com That's correct. and fill out the form. What does the experience look like? Well, basically, we bring them in, and, and just like you were talking about, we got to evaluate where they are now. We look at their current investments, uh, how long they've been investing. If they have a business, we look at, at the business and see if it's right for a, a, a qualified retirement plan or if it's something they don't want to offer to their employees and they want something on their own, whether we're going to have to do it outside. We just evaluate their whole situation, see where they're at, um, and then, of course, we talk about where they're going and, and do goals and all that. Now, Z, I want to I ask you here. This is a notable quote, quotable coming at you hot, hot from Michael Gerber, the best-selling author of the E-Myth, of the E-Myth book series. And uh, he says this quote. I want to have you kind of unpack it, okay? So okay, let's unpack. Says, Most entrepreneurs are merely technicians with an entrepreneurial seizure. Most entrepreneurs fail because you are working in your business rather than on your business. What is he talking about? Um, he's talking about job creation for yourself. When you first start your business, you will have a job. And then as you work on the business and not in it, then you can create to where now all of a sudden you could take that job and turn it into a business. In other words, you see guys that own businesses that, that aren't showing up and working in it every day. Why is that possible? Kind of like you, you own um, Elephant in the Room. Yeah. And I haven't seen you cut any hair. Well, I mean, I, I but I don't follow you twenty four seven. I yeah. do have that GPS thing, but I on you. But it's like I don't really look at it all the time. You know, one thing that I have been doing with businesses to keep myself from doing that is uh, from working in the business and not on it. Is I've been in, getting involved in a lot of businesses over the years that I can't actually do. Do <laughs> that's smart. I mean, it's a move because I used to find myself with a DJ company. I used to always want to DJ every event. I always wanted to put in that extra hour, the extra hour, the extra hour. And now, you know, a lot of the businesses I'm involved in, uh, um, 
you know, I love like I love this radio show, so I can be emotionally present for it. But I can't be all in emotionally into every single venture I'm doing all the time. I love Warren Buffett's quote where he says, "Hey, I buy a business where an idiot can run it because eventually an idiot will be running it." That is a hundred percent true. So it, it's the way it is, and so you know, you make you put the systems in place, and you follow our thirteen steps, and you build it correctly. Then you can have people that aren't as clever as you or care as much as you do about it run it and run it successfully, and that's the deal because no one will ever care about it as much as you will. Now, when we, uh, when we I, I encourage you to do this over the break here. I mean, there's, there's, there's two action items. I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Thrive Nation to take two action steps two? for me. Wow, okay. Just two. Okay. One is I want you to take the alien abduction test. I want you to ask yourself, if you were abducted by an alien, how long could your business make it before it would crash? I mean, if you were gone, if you weren't physically present in the business, how long could your business make it without you physically being there? And the second action item that I encourage everyone to take is I encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com and click on the Watch the watch Thrive Live button there. Because you can see our team at work, Z, supporting great business coach clients just like you. I tell you what, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. We just turned that on like a day or two ago. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, click it, thrivetimeshow.com. Stay tuned. My name is Nikki Warren, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly. And I'm a fashion designer. So I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine. And I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z. And uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing. And it just made me you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that uh, for for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be you know get it. I need to step it up a lot more and and the uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is going to really get me where I want to go with my goals. I think it's fun. It's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented. You know, I'm an artistic you know artsy person and I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged and you know the humor the real life experience um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me and it's just very relatable and so for me I am having a, a, a ball like I was so excited to come yesterday I was had I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach, and uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly, and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of uh, model, and um, like I said, it's it's a it's more of a casual environment. It's not stuffy and professional. You know, like it's professional, but it's not stuffy professional. There is a difference, and so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style. Love the presentation. Uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's going to help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which uh, that wasn't really a big concern for me, but if, we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that, like I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm, and engaging. And so even 
it, it does actually makes you wonder like what else what else is there I won't lie about that uh, so it's kind of more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is um, intimate, an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome. Here's a little story that I'd like to tell About a DJ named Clay and a doc named Zell Started way back in 2002 When Clay's life applied for a job interview They hired a fasting Clay star, Dr. Z 18 years later, Thrive 15 Radio execs called to produce this show And now 3, 2, 1, here we go And now, more from the man whose face was made for radio Oh, Dr. Z, welcome back inside the box I, that rocks. I love your new swag intros. That was oh. very clever. Well done. You know, well the, thing done. Is, the thing is, you have to text me over, Z, some of your favorite old school, you know, beats, oh, and yeah. then it's on. Oh, yeah. All I need is an old school beat, and, I'm, school and it's beat. on. You just tell me the one that you I'm gonna, like. I'm going to write one or two of those for you. You, you have to. Write, gotta. You know, your, your holiday commercials, uh, your, your one about the Grinch. Yes. Uh, do you mind explaining, I mean, how many months of seclusion and writing did you I mean, did you have to go to the mountains and grow out a beard and sip on wine to write that or how did you do it i mean did you go into the mountains and find a poet i mean did you write that yourself how, what was your process for writing that legendary grinch christmas commercial for your robert zellner and associates i just sat down and did it knocked it out in about an hour no way way okay yeah, you really took the thunder out of it right there I, I know i'm sorry i know i climbed a mountain i scaled a mountain hmm. I found a very deep cave. I entered said cave and went to the back of it. I found a bear. I wrestled that bear, killed it. And then what I did with his hide, I skinned him. Made and then it into I, a hat. And then, well, I did that too. <laughs> and then on his hide, I actually wrote the commercial. And then I had to carry that. Those hides are pretty heavy, by the way. You wrote, it, you wrote, your, you wrote your script in an hour? You know, roughly, yeah, about an hour. Okay, Phil. I mean, well, if you're focused, if you're like, okay, I'm going to knock this out, I'm going to do it. Because I write, here's the thing about it. I write all my own commercials every month, and I have for 25 years. So it's, you know, it's what, Phil, it's, I know mean, the moves. Phil, do you do you write a lot of poetry? Do you find yourself writing a lot of jingles and poetry? Is that something you're into? Um, no, I don't guess I am. I, I, I can't uh, think of when. I, I did a little songwriting back a long time ago, but, um, you know, some of those turned out to be just poems. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's here's the thing is so, so we're talking today about the business coaching and financial coaching experience, what that looks like. But I wanna I wanna I wanna start with this. Why? I mean, why? What is the point of growing a successful company? What's the point of planning your financial future? What's the point? I mean, the point should be to create time freedom and financial freedom. So I want to put you on the spot here, Phil. Here we go. Now that you've kind of achieved a level of financial freedom and your business is growing and doing very, very well. Um what do you like to do, man? What kind of hobbies are you into? I mean, do you, are you the kind of guy that likes to, you know, pull the wings off of flies and that kind of thing? You're just kind of a sick freak like that? Or what do you, what do you like to do? Well, um, myself and my family love to travel. We do a lot of traveling. Um, I, I like to hunt. 
so we go on uh, hunting trips and and uh, you know lake excursions and just uh, normal stuff. Just normal stuff. It's like, just, like what do you like to hunt? Are you a deer hunter? Are you a, yeah deer? Do you elk. put like do you put like deer urine on you and get up at like three in the morning and go sit out in a tree? Are you that kind of hunter? Uh, well, I get out there early, but I, I've never been uh, one to put the deer urine on. I Why not? Are you not dedi- are you not dedicated? You know, mo- most of the places I hunt, I, I just I see a lot of deer. I just don't need to go to those extremes. Uh, so. Yeah, but wouldn't you feel better about yourself if you covered all? I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big deer hunter. I mean, I've hunted deer. I don't hunt deer at all, but I often just bathe myself in fresh deer <laughs> urine just to create that that musky, natural, organic. My wife's into the whole organic. Yeah, thing. I get that. And That's... I find when you just smell like deer pee, yeah. it really, really does something. Well, absolutely, and you know, now that you mentioned it. That's probably why so much wildlife is on your property. Now, here is a story from last night, and I want to share this with the Thrivers, because you talk about, well, what do you guys do for time freedom? Like, what do you do with that time freedom? What do you do? Um, I have a series of things I'm interested in, in that, that maybe are bizarre for you out there. Maybe it's, it's something. I, I really enjoy deep um, relationships with solid, with like few people. And not as many wide acquaintances. You know what I mean? So I like to have people over to the house on, on Sunday night, you know, and come have kind of a family night, friends come over. And see, I love grilling. I love grilling and having a good conversation with people who I kind of share the values and, you know, we have a kind of shared goals. I love that kind of thing. I love burning pinion wood. I, I never get tired of burning the pinion wood, grilling the meat, going to Reesers, talking to the meat man about the Angus, and it's wrapped in the steak, or, or, or sorry, it's steak wrapped in the bacon. Mm. Ah, oh, just the whole the whole oh, deal. the whole thing. It's a great, and then just planting trees. And you know what happened just last night? Um, my daughters, we have we have four daughters and, and one son, and they come in. Uh, two two of the daughters come in weeping. Z. They're weeping. Oh no! What happened? A freaking raccoon went in there before it was dark and started ripping the heads off of uh, chickens. Ah, oh, so man. now I have got now the super coop. That we've just now ordered, and this thing it was is more money than the first car that I had growing up there. But this thing, I this is going to be like the Fort Knox of chicken coops here. See, this is this has got to this has got to stop the, the carnage. Well, what, I mean, speaking of, did you ever get rid of that bobcat? And, uh, he's never come back. We had a guy who uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this on the air, but we had a guy. You had a guy who would make him disappear, quote unquote. Uh-oh. Okay. And uh, the guy came out, set out the cage. We never heard what happened, but we haven't seen the bobcat since. Oh, so well. I don't know that he took the bobcat. I don't know that the bobcat is dead. I just know the bobcat doesn't come around anymore. Well, he probably took it far, far away. Yeah, and let it go. Probably let it go. Just catch and release. Catch Ab- and release. Absolutely. So, yeah. Z, what do you do for with your time freedom? I mean, what do you do with the time? If you have, you know some downtime, what are you doing in the next week or so? Something kind of exciting. What kind of stuff are you into? Well, I'm actually flying up to uh, Pittsburgh this week, and I am going to uh, go to the U2 concert. Really? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? You know, how are you gonna find it where, where the streets have no name? You know. Well, you. <laughs> it's confusing. GPS has a hard time finding that. But uh, yeah, no, they're my favorite band. I grew up a big fan, and and they're still together. I'm going on what five decades now. I mean, those guys are legit. You and know? you know, the concert's going to go on with or without you. So it's a deal where you have to get them, right? <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I have no way to tie in the Joshua Tree, but that's the, that's the tour well, they're on. I'll tell you what, it will be a beautiful day when I go up there. I'll tell you what. Oh, that will wow. Be the case. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty positive, though, that Ryan Tedder from Tulsa is going to be, I think he's performing at that concert. I believe he's there, I don't think, or, I think he's doing the Louisville one. The we Louisville. talked about that. Remember, we looked mm. at it, you and I going to, uh, and I think that one's in July. We may still do that because, you know, Go support 
One Republic and Ryan Tedder, a good Tulsa Oakley homie. And uh, that'd be pretty cool. So here's the deal, Thrive Nation. So step number one, you reach out to a, a business coach or a financial consultant. You need to reach out to a source of wisdom. And you might say, well, why, why do I need to do that? Well, Brian Tracy, he's a best-selling author. He says, no one lives long enough to learn everything they need to learn starting from scratch. To be successful, we, as in you, absolutely, positively have to find people who have already paid the price to learn the things that we need to learn to achieve our goals. And so what happens is there's, there's two mindsets listening today, and I'm sure you're the positive mindset, but one that says, you don't understand my industry, it's different. And someone else who says, uh, all businesses are more the same than different you can help me. So see, someone who's wrestling with that idea that you don't understand my situation, how would you, what would you say? What advice would you have for the business owner that feels like that? Give us a shot. Get, you know, what you need to do is there's, there's ways to kind of dip your toe in the water without it's a full, it's not a you know, full commit. I mean, some of these business coaches out there in the world, I mean, you got to sign a one-year contract. It's like $7,000 a month. True story. And I mean, you've got to really commit. I mean, that's, you know, quite a bit of money that you're committing to. Um, with our programs and all the things that we have going uh, that, that are at your disposal, you can actually kind of just dip your toe in the water and get a little feel of it, and then you can kind of kind of learn, start to learn maybe some things you don't know. Yeah, a lot of people like to book their tickets to our in-person workshops. So much so, we're sold out for June, but you can still get your tickets for July. Or if you want to sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one business coach consultation, you can do that. But my name is Clay Clark. You're listening to the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. And when we come back, we're going to get more into this concept of how do you grow a business so that you can create the time freedom and financial freedom that you deserve. You're listening to the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. Stay tuned. My name is O'Neill Bent, and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife, Sharita Bent, and uh, I learned a lot more from her, and also got follow-up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing. I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website, and um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge. It's not based off of uh, someone else's ideas. It's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean, we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, there's a chimney outside, so I, we walked to the building. And when you get inside, you almost feel like there's like a, I, I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment. It, it just feels really good. You have music blaring, uh, friendly faces, people saying hello. And then when you sit down in your seat, you have uh, nice, uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on. Um, and everything looks modern, so it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and, and teaching style is very um, efficient, effective. It's also endearing, though, because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through, um, and they're all very funny. But he also hits the exact points he needs to hit at the right time, 
Um, you never feel like, man, is he ever going to stop talking? You always want to keep listening. And then when it's the breath, bathroom break time, you're surprised it's already there. So um, I like how he talks about these practical experiences and uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is, is mostly uh, Clay will, will give you information that you need to know, but then he also opens it up for questions. So there's always this um, question and response type of situation. And then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things, and it's because he knows that that's the way to go. You might question it, but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do. But to come here and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information, I think it's, it's wonderful. And I think uh, you, you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you. And he's definitely helpful. The experience I've, ex I've had at coming to Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward, and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time Workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I, I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need. I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad Buy all of the things I never had I want to be on the cover of Forbes magazine Smiling next to Oprah and the Queen Alright, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I am the, uh, the father of five human kids. And I think a lot of people want to know, well, man... How do you have the time? How do you have the time? Z, I mean, I don't. This isn't a show where we get into the biological step-by-step uh, -step process of human creation, but it does. It does take some time. Can I ask you just a hard-hitting question? Yeah, I'm ready. Well, you threw it out to our thrivers, to our listeners yep. earlier in today's show, and I just want to ask you a question. I'm ready because I I know I'm kind of like your. Um, Oh, I'm kind of like your banky. Mm. I'm kind of like your, you're like your support. Mm. You know, I'm kind of like your comfort. I'm kind of like your, your, your the gravy you pour over your chicken fried steak. Mm, that nice. comfort food. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So if I got abducted, which you know happens quite a bit with yeah. me, if I got abducted, how long could you do the radio show without me, and before you just completely, I mean, just completely spun out? Can I can I get bromantic for a second? Well, only if I could play some bromantic music. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I can get super bromantic. I mean, you know, Phil, you have a partner, so you can kind of understand the, the right, bromance right. here a little bit here. Um, but, you know, the thing about when you go into business with somebody, you typically go into business yeah. with somebody you can trust. Yes. And you go into business with someone you like. Yes. And somebody who has different skills than you have. These but, are all good things. But I genuinely enjoy doing this show so much and it is ecstasy when you're next to me so i i would say i i could do it i, I could do it i would do it 
uh, if you were gone for a couple weeks. But but Z, I, I I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't. I mean, I would do it, but I wouldn't want to do it. So you would make a deal with the aliens and say, hey, let's 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 negotiate out of court. You got to return Z. I would have to have Marshall Morris or another beautiful man in the box consistently, just mm-hmm. so I'd have that. That eye candy, that bromantic eye candy, just to well, make you, it. But you should mention Marshall because he did a great job yesterday. He was one of our uh, guests oh, yeah. on the show, and he just um, he's just just dropping like bombs of knowledge. There's a boom, boom. He's boom. too tall, though. He's too tall. Well, you know what made he made it made it tolerable is that we had um, Rick right, and, and Rick's like taller than him. Rick's like six ten. Yeah, and oh. Marshall's like six eight. Yeah. So it made Marshall look small. Well, a lot of, a lot of tall words, people there. A lot of tall people. Now, now, Z, you're going here to the the U2 concert. You're, you're excited. Is it? You know, excuse, what day of the week is it on? Is it on a bloody Sunday or what day of the week? <laughs> That's this week. Oh, okay, okay. Just, just, just curious. I, I, okay. So now, how do you, Z, with all your businesses, how do you, how do you? Well, I guess what, what would you say to the entrepreneur who says, "You don't understand my my situation." I'm in a different industry, and I'm not an optometrist. You know, I, you guys, I love your t- tips and your coaching, but you don't understand. I own a, a, a automotive business, and that's so different than optometry. You don't understand how my business is different. What, what, what advice would you have? Well, they all businesses break down to the core things. They all break down to the 13 steps that we do. I don't care whether you're, you're making pizzas, whether you're cooking uh, cookies, whether you're selling uh, car parts, um, whether you're mowing yards. They're all the moves. The moves are the moves, you know? And your website getting it the, to the top of a little thing called Google, that, that's a move. You know, um, your branding, your marketing. They're, now, yeah, you say different things. Your offers are different. We get that. We get that. But the bottom line is, is that the core steps are the same. So, Phil, if you're sitting down with someone who says, you know, you don't understand my financial situation. I'm not somebody who needs to be saving for retirement because of X, Y, Z. What, 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 what feedback would you have for someone who says, you know, financial planning doesn't, doesn't relate to me? Well, and, and I get that fairly often. Um, I'll get that with somebody that just says, I can't afford to put back. I'm I'm putting everything into my business or there's just nothing left at the end of the day. Um, I never plan to retire. I'm going to always work. I'm never going to retire. I hear things like that, um, which we usually combat and and talk to them about, you know, what happens if you can't continue to work. Um, Retirement's coming. Uh, You've got to get ready for it. You've got to get a plan together because it's going to come whether you want it or not. And if you don't do anything, and you're going to have a survivorment, not a retirement. And there's ooh, way too many people ooh, having oof. survivorments out there. So Now, is a survivor mint, is that like the, the mint that uh, Tom Hanks found on the island when he was hanging out with Wilson? Is that like a peppermint? <laughs> is it a peppermint? I mean, what, what do you, how do you define survivorment? It's, it's not a good taste in your mouth. It, it, it is basically. <laughs> um, and, and unfortunately, there's way too many people out there that's doing that, that's just leaving on a fixed income, and, and you know they're, they're deciding whether uh, they get food this week or medication. Are you oh. giving away a, a free book to the Thrivers? What's the name of the book? How can people get it? Yeah, it's a Safe Money and Income book, and you can contact us at myanchorgroup.com or just give us a call at 918-591-2880. We'll be glad to get you a book out. Now, see, I'm going to go through, because we have a lot of Thrivers who want to know, okay, really, what industries have you guys coached clients in? That's fair. So I'm going to have some fun here. So on our, on our little sensational show notes today, I'm going to do is uh, we're going to go industry by industry, Z, and we're going to we're going to name out some of the businesses we've worked with. We kind of fun, you know, kind of a way to kind of share what we've done or what we do for them. So appliances, uh, you know, uh, we've done a lot of work with Maytag, Maytag University, and Z. This just in: apparently, if you have uh, appliances, you have to sell them. Yeah. Market them, mm-hmm. brand them. Yep. 
sell warranties. You have to do conversion. You've got to do top of Google. I mean, Z, selling appliances. And customer relationships kind of a big deal in, in databasing, selling yeah. Accounting, yeah. team training, uh, interviewing, hiring. I mean, automotive, O'Reilly's Auto Parts. You ever heard of those guys, Z? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. I got my little security badge. Still have it hanging up on the wall there. Did some speaking with those guys. Can we still sneak in there by a security? I don't know that Chris would let me in there anymore, but I, I, it's a, it, they, then that place is kind of locked down. But uh, again, O'Reilly Auto Parts, it's, it's very similar to appliances. Now, see, you have an auto auction. You have an auto auction personally. And how is, I mean, how have you transitioned from optometry to the auto auction? I mean, are those, aren't those t- entirely different planets? Yeah, I mean, you, you still have marketing, except it's a, it's a much different feel to it because it's a business-to-business marketing. You have to be a used car dealer to be able to use the auto auction, whether you're buying or selling cars. And, you know, so it's not the general public. And so it's a different feel, but it's still the same marketing. It's still marketing. You know, it's just a different feel and flavor to it and a, and a game plan as if you're out there trying to get, you know, soccer moms in or you're trying to get used car dealers in. I mean, you're still trying to get people to come in and use your services, buy your goods. But, to, you know, so, yeah, we get it. It's not exactly the same, you know, and getting a soccer mom to come in to buy glasses and getting a dude to come in to buy a car. But It's really hard, though, to find optometrists. You don't understand my industry. You know, it's hard for me to find optometrists where for you in the auto auction industry, it's probably really easy to find detailers and mechanics and people to do title work. I mean, you know, my oh, industry. Oh, really good. They just, they just line up every day. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's the same moves that you have to do. I, I always use the analogy. It's like going to TJ Maxx and finding that one thing that's there that week, you know? Yeah. You got to dig a little bit. It's like finding an employee. You got to dig a little bit, but they're out there. You got to dig a little bit. Now, Thrive Nation, here's another industry we've worked in. I'm just going alphabetically speaking, okay? Catering. Catering. This is a big thing. You skipped bakery. Oh, I did. I skipped bakery. And that's one of our, I mean, Barbie Barbie Cookies went from basically, you know, a a smaller one shop. Now she has two thriving locations. And if you Google Tulsa Cookies, you're going to find Barbie Cookies. I've also worked with uh, many, many wedding bakeries, wedding boutique kind of bakeries. And uh, one particular lady who um, I don't have permission to kind of share the details of her story, but she's in Dallas. And uh, she made cakes um, from her house, kind of something she did. We helped her find a small commercial kitchen that she shared with somebody. And she was able to make about $3,000 a week, making only two wedding cakes a week by just, I mean, we helped her do that. I mean, it's, this is, these are real... Uh, examples, and I wasn't a big expert of fondant or uh, buttercream or all the nuances of crumb coating, but now I am. Crumb coating? Woo. Do you know, how, do you know what crumb coating is? I have coating? no idea what crumb coating is. Here it is. Um, when you make a gourmet, there's one bakery in Tulsa that does it called Icing on the Top. Okay. And they'll make a fondant uh, cake where it's very decorative. At Bo's wedding, did you have a very decorative cake there? You know, I think it, it looked like it was. I don't know. But did, did it have the frosting that's kind of hard on the I'm outside? I'm the father of the groom. I mean, we're not, I mean, that's was not it, Was it, hard, not my was it harder fro- frosting or was it kind of a smoother frosting? I mean, could you peel off the frosting? Um, I didn't even have any of the cake, now that okay. I think about it. Well, Ooh. basically, crumb coating it allows the frosting, uh, the fondant uh, frosting to adhere to the side of a, uh, a cake. So it's kind of like when, if you're going to put on stucco. On something, you put <laughs> yeah, up. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. So anyway, that's how that works there. Now we've also done catering. Worked with catering companies. We've worked with computer companies. I was a disc jockey. See, I was a disc jockey. I applied to become a carny, and I my what happens is if you have an aspiration to become a, a carny, and you go to the carnival. Uh, Phil, have you ever applied to be a carny before? Have you ever tried that? No, I have not. I have not. You look too classy to. Apply. He does look too classy. 
Well, what happens they is they reject him right off the bat. Yeah, if you're a kid and you want to freak out your parents, you just tell mom and dad, "When I grow up, I actually want I aspire to work in a carnival." Well, when you go apply and they reject you to be the guy who runs these super sketchy rides that are uh, don't appear to be uh, that safe or to be the guy who taunts people and convinces them to throw hurl balls at you, you end up becoming a disc jockey. That's, that's kind of your, your plan B. You play me. Well, there you go. And then and I hear you were a fantastic one. Now, I, I was. I was one of, one, of, one of the premier DJs slash backup carnies. Now, when you, we come back, Travers, we're going to get into all the different industries we've worked in and spe- some of the specific super moves that we've taught Thrivers just like you that have helped them grow their financial capacity. Stay tuned. I'm Sam Parker. Okay. I'm Karina Parker. We live here in town. Um, we're looking to be in like the food industry. Thrive Time workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google, and, you know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be. The Thrive Time workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are. There's motivation everywhere. If you don't feel motivated, then something's wrong with you. He's very it's upbeat. All over the walls. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time, he wants you to learn. And so, if you have any questions, he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have. But at the same time, making it fun and encouraging for you. He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, "Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive." Yeah, you can he, tell he's being real. He doesn't real. care about offending people. Yeah, he just <laughs> wants to help you. So I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like, oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy ten books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know. What we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away. Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. A uh, guy who's been featured in such feature films as uh, uh, too many to uh, name, really. Too many, too many, countless. <laughs> countless. In fact, really. you can't count them because they don't exist. Ex- uh, oh, see, that's oh, when you start hitting exists. me with the facts. The facts. Sorry. Unbelievable. Sorry. Now, Thrive Sorry. Nation, what we're talking about today is what does the financial coaching and business coaching experience look like? And so I'm going to start with you, Phil, because you are a financial coach. You're a financial advisor. Have you, have you yet to sit down with somebody where you go, this right here is too weird. I cannot help you with your financial plan. Have you sat down with somebody and you said, you want to do what? I mean, or, or can you help most people? Or what does it look? I mean, who, who qualifies to be a good financial uh, coaching client and who doesn't? Well, anybody that wants to have a real retirement and actually have uh, have uh, enjoy their golden years and, and have uh, excess money to do things and travel. Um, somebody that is concerned about it is the ideal client. Uh, somebody that's already doing it and wants to do it better um, is an ideal client. But uh, there are people out there that just uh, they just don't plan on on putting anything back. Ever. Bernie Madoff, maybe not the ideal client. Maybe not the yeah. not the guy you yeah. want to go after there. No, no. Um, 
Definitely not. <laughs> so, but I mean, if I'm a business owner, you could help me. If I sure. work for somebody, you could help me. Yes, and we kind of actually specialize in business owners. Um, we do a lot of different qualified plans for their their company as well as themselves personally. So, Z, I'm going to walk. Whoa, you whoa, time out, time whoa, out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're just throwing all these technical terms out, Mr. Pickle, Mr. Pickle, <laughs> Mr. Pickle. Uh, qualified plans. What? What? what pump the brakes. What, what are you trying to slip? You trying to slip Pompeans, one by me? You got two pump. Trying to slip a little quickie by me? Is that it? I caught you, big guy. Yeah, basically, a, a qualified plan is just simply a pre-tax plan. Um, that's what they call them, is qualified. Not not that exciting, but basically, you, you can fund those with pre-tax dollars. Uh, and why is that important? What do you mean by define that? Well, basically, it's a way to uh, pay less taxes. Oh. Uh, everybody likes that, right? Oh, I want to pay as many taxes as possible. <laughs> Z, I'm actually trying to pay extra taxes just to give, to give back even more. Well, I tell you what, the, the government does such a great job with all of our tax money. I mean, I can see why you'd want right. to. You know, Z, what's more and more. It. A little exciting factoid for you guys. If we all take our combined tax contributions from our entire lives, we could probably buy a missile. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Isn't that exciting? That is very exciting. That you is could... exciting. I mean, I, 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 seriously, this is one thing I thought about the other day. They were talking about how we're testing missiles. And so right now, you know, North, I know it's not a political show here, see, but allegedly North Korea, mm-hmm. he's consistently, you know, uh, testing these weapons. So he's, he's shooting uh, missiles from North Korea, these test missiles, and he lands them in the sea. And yeah. He says, "See, see what I did there? Yeah, that's me. Boom, that's me. Boom. That's me." And then he runs back and he look, looks around his people and he's like, "Well, everybody looks homeless and we don't have enough food to feed ourselves, but let's shoot off another missile. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. And where are my wives? And does anybody disagree with me? Because if you do, you're dead." And he keeps doing this laser show. Yeah. And he says, "And then I'm going to take about half of our income and I want a painting of me, the supreme leader, in every home." Have you know? You know he does this, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see the documentary about the optometrist who went over to North Korea, but he filmed? Did you see this? Go, no, no. What, oh my gosh, this is oh gosh, really good. Look this up. Yeah, there's an optometrist. An actual who, optometrist. He goes to uh, North Korea under the guise of helping people with cataracts because it's such a screwed up country that people can't have just modern medicine. So he goes over there, going to help their eyes. Yeah. But the deal is, they everyone has to call him their, the supreme leader, and they have to have a painting or picture of him in every in, in every home. Wow. And so he films like. I guess they put glass, they put like cameras on his glasses or something. So he's filming what he sees. The most disturbing thing in the world. Well, long story short, they were talking about how we're testing our weapons, you know, to make sure that we could protect Hawaii in the event of a, of a strike. And they were talking about how many tests they did, like two or three. So I'm just like Googling it up and I'm, I'm just going to figure out what does that cost? And by the way, I'm glad we're protecting Hawaii. But I realized if I live like five lifetimes and spend every dollar that I make in tax dollars, I could probably have just supported that test. Wow. I mean, it's just like crazy how much these weapons cost, Steve, but I'm glad we have them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, and um, you know, I'm not sure how that's all going to unwind, but uh, hopefully it'll unwind peacefully and everything, everybody be, everybody be all right. I hope that the Supreme Leader ends up that the show. You ever, did you ever see the uh, the the movie that the uh, jerk with Steve Martin? Oh yeah, great. You know at the end movie. of it where he loses everything and he's like, "That's all I need is my lamp, and that's it, my dog." And he just and ends up oh, leaving yeah. homeless, like, pushing the cart. Yeah, that's yeah. how I want Kim Jong Un to end. Op- OptiGrab, OptiGrab yeah. was a great invention until it caused <laughs> massive eye crossing. Now here's the deal, Thrivers. We're talking about the business coaching experience and specifically. 
talking about the different industries that we can help. So I'm going to walk you through the next industry, which is dog training. And we actually have thrivers out there that we've actually helped. We are helping right now. And I'm going to walk you through how we were able to help them specifically. We'll just kind of go line item and back and forth, kind of work through it here. Okay. So one is it started with an evaluation. And I was happy to say, happy to find that their service quality is great, which is rare. I, I hate to say that, but when you sit down with a business client, you can't assume the product or service they're selling is good. But their service was very good. And how did I know it was good? Because I said, hey, guys, I want you to reach out to your former customers, get as many reviews as you can. I want you to mystery shop. I want to gather feedback. There are certain things we do to help them determine where the qual- whether the food is good, whether the quality is good. And they have customers love them. They like love the product. They love the service. They love how they train dogs. And so, see, we were able to skip past the product and service delivery and focus in on branding. And so we had to fix the website, make a better-looking website, Yes. Um, ratify the logo. We had to make a no-brainer. Now, on the outside of the website, if you Google Tip Top Canine, let's say you have a dog and you're trying to train this dog to be obedient, you go to tiptopcanine.com. Z, the offer up there is, an, is a no-brainer. In your mind, what, what makes an offer a no-brainer? Where, where, I mean, what, what, if I'm listening right now and I have a, say I'm selling insurance or I'm selling used cars or selling anything, what, makes, what are some components that make a no-brainer offer where it's just so hot? What is the deal? Well, what happens is it's compelling, and it compels the person to go, I've got to try that out. That's not a big risk. You know, you eliminate some of the hurdles of someone calling you for the first time because there's always the unknown. You know, when you deal with a new business or or new people, you're always like, oh, you know, is this going to be a scam? Is this a scam mockery? What's going on here? Are they going to, you know, abduct me? I mean, <laughs> you know, all the things that go through your brain. So you make a compelling offer that's so compelling that they say to themselves, I've got to do that. Now, see, I've pulled up their website so we can analyze it right here on the air here. Yep. And uh, these guys, uh, they have their first lesson is a dollar. Now, I know that you're not a guy who likes to necessarily herd up as many dogs as possible and train them simultaneously. But for you or Phil, I mean, if it's a dollar, does that seem, I mean, from your mind, is that a is that a good enough of a deal? Should they fix it? Or what do you think? I think it's a tremendous deal. And what happens is it says, hey, basically come check us out for free. See what we can do, and the, you know the first session obviously is not going to get everything fixed with your dog, but you can come check us out, come try us on. You know it's kind of like a test drive, and I think that's a great offer and one that uh, one the one just here's the thing, it's one of the reasons why their business is exploding. Just it, one, it's, it's but it is a reason. And then they have that qualifying statement that says we fix ninety five percent of problems. You know, for your dog in two or four weeks guaranteed. I mean, so it's it's kind of it's in two to four weeks. So I mean. Okay, so the first lesson's a dollar, I get it. And then you guarantee your results. It's sort of a, you know, now we're getting into that mutant uh, no-brainer where the deal is just so good, how do you say no to it? And then you have a video on the site where it explains the offer they're making. And Z, when they got that clarified and now they have that offer on the site, the key was getting them to the top of Google. Yeah, and now that's half of it. Now, if nobody sees You can have the best website in the world. you got to understand that. You can have the best offer. You can have the best videos. You can have the best content. It could be the best colors, the best branding. You would be like, that, my friend, is a home run for a website. But if nobody sees it... Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Now, here's the deal with the, with the tip-top people, Ryan and Rachel. Do you know they've actually came in here and they've recorded a lot of content? Because the way you get to the Google, uh, to the top of Google, is a very specific system that will teach you at our in-person workshop. Yeah. But one of the components is you have to have more content than the other people. 
That's just one of them. I mean, but that's right. You're and right. You're you're sort of a big deal, Z. So you could pay people to do this, or you would hire someone to do this. But they're you know they're, they're growing their business. Yeah. So they came here to the Thrive Time in person workshops to our to our workshop into our in in, in person our world headquarters here. They came to our building, mm-hmm. twenty thousand square foot building, and they got into the studio and these guys recorded. And it's on a Saturday, you know, Z, on a Saturday. Z, is he working six days a week? What? That's crazy. They got here pre-9 a.m., and they're here 7, they're here 8, they're here 9. You know, people are kind of starting to say, wow, they've been in there for three hours, four hours, five. They're grinding. Well, anyways, they produced a couple dozen hours of content, and now look at them. They're top in Google. If you Google Tulsa Dog Training, Z, they are now top of Al Gore's internet. Ooh, yay. We love wins. We love wins. Now, explain that. Break that down a little bit, Clay, because I know somebody's out there going, okay, whoa, 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 time out, time out. They need uh, so that what what what, did they come in and record for hours? Record what? Walk through that process real quickly. In the way that you understand optometry, Mm -hmm. Phil understands financial planning. Mm -hmm. I have sort of an intuitive knowledge of the internet because I've spent so much time studying it and how it works. Um, But basically, there's four components, and everyone should write these down. There's four components that affect your search engine ranking the most. Okay, and we'll go one by one. We'll review them. One is whoever has the most content wins. Just get out of your head, whatever blog you're on. Don't get overwhelmed here. It's just whoever has the most words. Imagine going into Barnes & Noble and saying, hey, what's the best book you have on dogs? And a guy comes back with like a, a dolly, you know, and the biggest book you've ever seen. And he goes, I'm sorry, but it's 18 volumes on this is all written on the word dog. And you're going, how do you know it's the best? Because it's the biggest book we have. It's the biggest. That's how it works. That's why Wikipedia is top for everything. Yeah. Now, when you, say, when you talk about content, how, how did, like, when they come in and record it, how, how was that content? Uh, what they do is when they talk, we're going to transcribe that uh, Ooh, audio there's into the magic. text. And uh, through the magic of transcription, um, then we embed the keywords on the side. There's some nerdery we have to do, a lot of nerdery, actually, that our team has to do, our Thrive 15 team has to do for them. But that put on the site gets you, gets you up top there. Now, there the second you go. thing is reviews. Now, Z, Phil, at my anchor group, you've got some reviews, Phil. How I many do. reviews do you have at last count up there at my anchor group? Last count, last I saw, we had 92. And, okay, Z, according to Adweek, there's a study that Adweek did, and they found that 81%, if you Google this, Adweek, 81% of consumers read reviews before buying something. So we'll go with the good and the bad side of this. Phil, why is it very good for you guys at Anchor Group that, that uh, everyone, that a lot of people read reviews? Why is that, why is that a good thing for your business? Um, because we have reviews, and we have a lot of happy clients. So, um, How many clients of- do you see? I mean, what's a typical flow? Like in a week... You personally, are you going to meet with like 10 clients or 407 clients, or what's your typical flow? Uh, typically, it'll, it'll be somewhere around 10. Um, there may be 10 scheduled, and I actually see eight. So here's, an, here's why it's not so good for a business like my business, Elephant in the Room, okay? It's because anybody who's remotely upset about anything can now write a review without telling us. There's no like, hey, I was upset Hey, could you do it better? Hey, I wish that you would have done this. There's, they don't tell you. Typically, people just go on their smartphone and write a review while they're in the chair. you know. And so um, we've had to put in systems in place where we were actually encouraging our customers to write a review and to tell us because, Z, I'm telling you what, if you're not intentional about the reviews, Z, the, the, the trolls are really in control 
of the internet the reviews. Trolls are in control. Now, Z, when we come back, I want to get a little more into reviews because everybody listening to this can benefit from reviews, writing content. And how do you just get to the top of Google? We're going to teach you specifically what the business coaching experience has been like for many clients. We're going to focus a lot on Tip Top Canine because they are diligent doers. And the word diligence means the steady application of effort. I repeat, the steady application of effort. And if you're a diligent doer, you will absolutely benefit from the one-on-one business coach experience that we have right here at the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. Stay tuned. My name is Clay Clark, and he's Dr. Z. He's a beautiful man. Don't miss it. My name is Sean Lohman, and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually, Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties, and then I fix them up, and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific. So when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business. You know, they're doing all different industries. And he's teaching us how to look at it from that angle because he's, he owns nine businesses. Clay Clark owns nine businesses. So he's, he knows what's in common with all of them. So he's teaching these big principles, things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look, or specifically what your, your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable. Um, those are some of the biggest things that I'm going to take away and implement immediately. It's, a, it's an intimate environment. You know, there's less than, less than 30 people here, business owners, so you get a chance to ask questions, and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and, you know, we're, there's a sales team in here. It was Friday. So, you know, they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales. And it's just a really um, motivating environment to be in to see, you know, how this, how this business is done, basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know, non-specific with, with what he's teaching, and then he'll get very specific, and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. Consistently, he is, he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop, and so that's really where you know, the learning takes place, is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can you know, take those action items away from that. Uh, I don't see enough questions being asked, and sometimes that's just natural. Um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions, they're missing out on the opportunity to learn. And so if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing, it's you. If you're here, you're going to learn and grow as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six, actually, in the last year. So uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, at the end, always, there's always a back-of-the-room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we want to get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us. He's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it, so I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea, and I'm behind it 100%. So I want to contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome. I am more than 
just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show is where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teach your business skills from clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of the show is to help you score. So ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce himself. He be the Z here to increase your wealth. Oh, Dr. Z, he be the Z. Oh, he be the Z. I be the Z. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's Z- me. Z, have you ever have you ever found people, you know, around your optometry clinic going, he be the Z? You ever see that? I mean, you ever correct their English and it's say, a th- hey. It's a thing. You know, I, I was looking, I was in your optometry clinic on, on Sunday, and you know, when you started out your practice, you looked very, very young. Like, you looked like a really young guy, like the youngest guy in the world. I was, uh, what, 26? 26? I think that there's maybe a Tulsa World photo of you from maybe like when you're like late 30s. But yeah. you, you're kind of a youthful man. Well, thank you. Duke exfoliate? Yeah. Is that the key? Is that the key? Well, that, staying out of the sun and, uh, well, you, the sun can, you know, and then not smoking and, you know, I mean, there's things, you, there's moves. Phil, if you, what would, I mean, because you work with a lot of clients, many who have aged well, some who have not aged well, but you're trying to help people age financially well. Um, what, what advice would you have for Z to help him kind of age faster, to look older quicker? I mean, if he wants to get that mature, because yeah. he's trying to really fit in with the other optometrists, trying to, you know, look like a big deal, kind of look older, more, you know, just kind of more old, mature, more Sean Connery esque. What, what tips would you? have for him to age faster you know more stress um okay check yeah you know start uh chain smoking check okay oh yeah yeah it's never too late to start right never too late right lay in the sun don't moisturize you know there's a lot of a lot of things you can do wow that's some good tips there good tips there i tell you what i i uh i I like it already okay now now thrive nation we're giving you some specific tips though to grow your business we're talking about all of the different businesses that we've coached with and uh, because a lot of people want to know what does the business coaching experience look like and so we're talking about tip top canine how we've been able to help them and i want you to know and just totally just transparent. That's why I'm picking on this particular client because we did our 13-point assessment and at the core of every business, you've got to make a product or service that people love, period. Period. And they nailed it on the head. It was like, oh my gosh, you guys are like an undiscovered uh, uh, piece of jewelry. I mean, you're like the hidden gem. You're the diamond in the rough. This is going to be magical. Yes, exactly. So sometimes you got to come in and help them fix their, fix their systems and their product and their services. And then sometimes you just got to, you, like you just said, you say, oh, wow, you've got that nailed and scaled. Now, now let's just now let's just introduce it to Tulsa. Now, when we started our photography company years ago. We uh, called Epic Photos. If you go to epicphotos.com, you can now see we won all the awards. Uh, basically, we've won every award there is for best wedding photography. But those first two years... You know, Phil, the one thing that we didn't do well, you know, the one the one core thing that we didn't do well there at Epic Photos back in the day? You want to take a guess, Phil? Um, marketing. Photography. Oh, photography. Yeah. I could book any wedding, bro. I'd book a wedding, and it was like an apologetics tour. Those first four or five were rocky because I didn't understand the workflow of how to edit photos. Mm-hmm. And I bought into the myth because I hired some experts who'd said, well, typically it takes about four to six months to get people's wedding photos back to them. Why does it take so long? That's what I'm saying. And they all say that. And I'm yeah. going, well, you know, you talk to someone else and they say, oh, you don't understand. It just takes forever. What happens is most photographers take photos all June, all July, never have a downtime. There's no downtime to edit in their mind because they're either selling or taking photos. But during the, during the winter months, no one wants to get married during December. 
And now they basically are like hibernating almost, and they're just editing photos that entire time during the winter months, and they do it based off of the seasons of the bookings. And I realized, this is stupid. So I created a team where they would rotate, and basically our editors would edit full-time, the photographers are full-time, the sales team is full-time, and we were able to get it together, but hats off to Tip Top Canine because these guys had a great service to start with. But then we had to get them to the top of Google. And so how do, you, how do you get to the top of Google? Well, one is you'd want to have the most content, and they did that. Two, you want to have the most reviews, and they got those reviews. But Z, if it's, getting reviews can be a tough thing. It can be a challenge. Yeah, making the ask and then having people do it and follow through with it, I mean, it's a tricky deal. And Google has some guidelines um, that you have to adhere to. So um, why don't you go over those guidelines real quickly, Clay, because they're kind of interesting. Yeah, okay. The, the guidelines you have here is, one, is your site has to be what they call canonical compliant. Blah, 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 blah. What does that mean? Basically, uh, the Bible, the, the, the canon, we'll call it. These are like uh, established rules. Um, you have to have all, there's probably, I don't want to, 30, there's 37 points that we'll run through on the analysis for you. But honestly, Thrivers, there's probably over 100 variables that affect your Google rank. Um, one of which, like recently, if you don't have HTTPS at the front of your domain, your site ranks 5% lower because of all the hackers. So it's a security socket layer. Stupid, but if you don't have that on your site, you rank lower. Um, another thing that's stupid is that if you don't put, if you don't name the images properly on your website, because Target lost a, 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 a lawsuit with a, a blind person, the ruling came out that basically sites that don't have alt tags will now rank lower in search engines. So there's so many variables, but I'd say one is have the most content, two, have the most reviews, three, make sure your site's canonical compliant, and four, Z, it has to be mobile, mobile friendly. It has to be mobile friendly. They say how many uh, people are searching now? 75, 80% of searches are done mobile now? It's to a point where you now want to design your site to work good in mobile first and then work outward from that. Yeah. Um, and that was a switch that happened really fast. So that's Tip Top Canine, how we've been helping those guys. But now they're booking so many jobs because they're top in Google. Their ads are coming up on Facebook. They've got great reviews. And Z, what would you guess is their next limiting factor? Now that they're booking so many jobs, like a buffet of customers calling, they're to a place where they are booked out. I mean, they consistently have a, a waiting list of people wanting to book with them. They've heard the reviews. They've heard the feedback. Z, as a guy who's scaled companies, what do you think is their, their next predictable limiting factor? Dog trainers. I mean, actual people to do it. So, I mean, you can... You know, I don't know how many, probably one dude can train one dog at a, at a time, or do they have multiple dogs? Well, they've been start, They've started to train here at the uh, Thrive 15 World Headquarters on a Saturday, because it's in Jinx, America, right here on the Riverwalk. And tra training people to uh, train dogs turns out to be, you know, it, it's a little bit of a thing. You can do it, but it requires a lot of training. It's like a, yeah. They have like a boot camp to teach the trainers how to do boot camps. I mean, it's, it's a so before they can train the dogs, you got to train the dudes on how to train the dogs. Absolutely. And I think that's, Phil, for you with your business, you know, for my anchor group, you have so many people reaching out to you for a financial plan. Um, how hard is it to train other people to become a financial consultant, too? I mean, is it difficult? Could you maybe take somebody camping, you know, for three or four hours, they come back as a financial consultant? How long does it does it take? Uh, you know, I, I've never trained dogs, so I'm not sure... That it's, uh, you know, how hard that is, but it, it could be easier to train dogs than people. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. But, uh, but, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot going into it. We have a mentor program where we, we help them out, and, 
and uh, get them through the process, but it is a process. Z, when you trained optometrists, mm -hmm. how hard is it to be? How many optometrists work with you now? It would have been easier if I could use one of those shot collar things. You know, I mean, probably. Billy. I want to ask you, how many optometrists are there right now? And it, eight, uh, nine counting me, but eight, eight others. Eight working in the dark empire. Yes. Okay. So now, with you, you got, uh, let's just say, uh, I'm going to pick on Dr. Boatwright because he's so great. Dr. Boatwright's awesome. I love he's the best. The boat. The he's boat. been. How long has Boat been with you? He's been with me since '95. And I hear nothing but positive things about the boat. But how do you find other people like the boat? How do you train other boats of the future? How do you do? When we come back after the break, Z, I want to have you break it down because I think there's. I think, I think there's a doctor listening right now. There's somebody in the medical field. There's somebody in the financial planning field. There's somebody listening right now, and you are struggling to train. I'm not sure who it is, but you're struggling to train people, Z, and they have to know how to do this. They have to know how to do it. It's, it's the way you create the business and not the job. There's probably somebody out there saying it's not possible. You can't you understand my industry. You just can't teach anybody to be an optometrist, and that is correct. But stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show, and then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call, and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO, getting us high, a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we Then he offered the conference, and just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and um, the employee side of things. It's gonna help our business drastically. Oh, very um, intuitive, just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business. Uh, the interview process, the employee process. Um, if employee's not working out, you let them go. It's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean, there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Oh, I know I've asked a couple of questions and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO, uh, first and foremost, he will help you get the, the more business coming in, and then once that is coming in, then he uh, helps you with the employee process of, uh, do I need to hire more people? Do I need, what, what do I need to put in place? And he gets you there. You hear of all the other different type conferences, and I, I myself have never been to one, but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff, that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed. And I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences, and yet they haven't, because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype, and it's not needed. Well, just the cost in and of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it.
Now, Z, as I hear Adele singing, you know, Set Fire to the Rain, that's a song, you know, she wrote there. The two things that come to my mind is, one, she's a real artist. Like, that lady can really sing. She brings the passion into the music. And I feel like that another group that does that is you too, which you're going to go see. Are you are you excited about this? Yes, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm ready to go. And uh, Adele, boy, that's a funny story. You know, your buddy Ryan Tedder, he was writing some songs with her, and he said to really get her kind of in the mood and really get her going, he had to bring in that breakup or get her kind of, yeah. she, she's in a... You know, kind of, kind of that emotional kind of uh, uh, entertainer, and so it was like, you know, kind of bringing up. So, how was that breakup? How's how's that going? Have you have you seen that dude anymore? What's he up? To, what's he up to now? I heard he's with so and so. You know, one the uh, time the other day on the thing. You know, with that with that one with that one gal. Now, see, for anybody who's 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 listening right now, and they maybe don't understand what's inside your cranium. If they could look inside your head um, and sort of examine it. And they go, okay, we get it. He likes you too. He wants to go to <laughs> concerts. Uh, he's an optometrist, but he's also, I've heard, in the auto auction business. But I've also heard that he's, you know, because it's kind of this kind of a, uh, I don't know, it's a kind of a culture where um, I think a lot of us aren't maybe super curious, and you just kind of go off of what you hear, and you don't really dive in. But some people have discovered. I hear it all the time from thrivers. They'll say, does he actually? Was he actually involved in a bank? Did he actually invest in a bank? Did he actually does he actually own A to Z Medical or is he does he is he involved in exterminators? Is he really an exterminator? Is does he which and it's kind of a confusing. But you are involved in a lot of different industries, and each one of them requires you to train people to to scale. Otherwise, you can't go to a U two concert. If you're the only one who can see patients, then you can't go to the U two concert. So. How do you, let us into your mind, how do you look at the process of training somebody to do what you do? I want to just, how do you think about it? Well, the thing about it is you've got to start with the, the right stuff. You've got to start, we have to start with an employee that has a, a good heart and they're good people. And, you know, they, you'd rather have someone that has good character than knows how to push the buttons correctly and mm. doesn't have good character. So you start, you, you start, first of all, your foundation is good. All right? Okay. You start with the with the right kind of person, and they're and they're out there. They're you know they're challenging to find, and you have to turn over. Like I said, we used to go crawdad fishing in the creek. You did, yeah. And what you did is you you'd go down, and you'd pick up a rock, and it would either have a crawdad underneath it or not. And if it had one, you just you had to be quick because those little, those little suckers are fast. Did you ever go noodling? Uh, I have not been noodling, but 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 not every rock had a crawdad okay. underneath it. So the point is, you had to turn over a lot of rocks to find a crawdad. And uh, in honor of you, too, when you find somebody who's coachable, that could be the sweetest thing. It could be the sweetest thing, right. And it's a beautiful day when that happens. Uh, unbelievable. And no. it takes you to a new elevation, and by the way. it allows you to have more uh, life balance, which is really, to be, if you're balanced, you don't have vertigo. <laughs> but the thing about it is, is that you want them to be and to think like you. We have a saying in my businesses, what would Z do? You know, and so the more people can answer that honestly and say, well, this is what he would do in this situation, then you've trained them. But what if the customers are saying, all I want is you? All I want is you. And there was a period that they did, and then you transition them away from that. You become less and less, okay, well, if you want to see me, his next opening is 
so far down the road, they're like, well, I can't wait that long. I'll go ahead and see. I'm going to let, let Marshall Morris ask you some intense questions, and I'm going to let Phil Pickle oh. ask you, because these oh guys gosh. are both business owners. They're, they're, they're entrepreneurs. You know, Marshall is a business coach, and he's a, a partner here at Thrive15.com. So, Marshall, you coach with clients. What are the questions where they, I mean, imagine you're coaching an optometrist or some of the medical businesses you work with. What question do you think they would have for Z, or what do they ask you routinely as it relates to finding and training quality people? Yeah, so as a business coach, this is a question that I get all the time. Come on now. Okay? They have done a great job recruiting. They have done a great job getting the right people okay, okay. into their organization. They're right. kind of like they're wading through the city of blinding lights, and they're just, they're just going all over. And they finally found the cream of the crop. Okay. Now, a lot of people in their organization can do a lot of different roles. So how do you get them to stay on task and not constantly pulled in a lot of different directions because they can do a number of different roles Ooh. and they want to over-deliver and help out in different capacities. Oh. But you know if you're constantly being reactive in your business, you're not actually staying on task and staying focused. So how do you keep people focused and on task? Oh, wow. Well, I have uh, – that's, that's a great great question, by the way. And I have a perfect example of that where I have a lady that is consistently – wanting to do things outside her core task, which is what I pay her to do. And every now and then, I have to sit her down and have a come-to-Jesus meeting with her and say, listen, here's what, you, here's what I'm paying you to do. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. And if you don't do that, then, then that's not good, and you're not going to be here um, if you don't do your task. Now, I understand that you're not doing your task because you're doing all this other stuff. I don't need you to do all this other stuff. In fact, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to use a little tough love. I'm going to lock your door. I am going to threaten any of my employees that walk into your office and talk to you and that I'm going to fire them. I'm going to use a little tough love. Tough love. Because if you don't get this thing done for me by this particular date, it's going to be on you. And I'm going to help you to say no to all these things. Because what happens is she's a good problem solver. So people come to her problems. You know, with all the other stuff in the business. And then she's busy all day solving those problems, what? What you know, because, you know, she's pretty good at it, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't be coming to her. And, but she's not doing what I'm, what I'm paying her to do. What about for guys like Phil over here? Now, now Phil, I'm sure, doesn't have these problems. Phil, I'm sure it's other financial uh, planners that have this issue. But for guys like Phil, who are maybe managing a, a team of people that are not employees, let's say, because they are independent financial consultants, i.e., contractors, that kind of thing. Um, Z, well, how would you manage a group of contractors? How would you keep them accountable to the... Obviously, there's labor laws and things you can do. But, I mean, how would you hold a contractor accountable, whether it be for a build-out or working for you? How would you do it? Well, you get, what you do is you put, you put positives and negatives in the contract. And so if you say, hey, listen, um, you're talking about, like, construction contractor? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, a construction contractor. You're saying, okay, um, we need to redo the bathroom in our business. All right, so you get them in, you get three, you know, I like to get at least three quotes, typically, but you get three quotes, and then you pick the guy and you say, okay, now, when, you know, let's, let's look at expectations. How much is it going to be? Okay. And when are you going to get it done? Okay. Well, if you don't get it done by then, guess what? It's going to cost you. Um, you're, you're gonna, we're going to knock off $1,000 off what I'm going to pay you. What? No, what? things can happen. No, no, no. You pick the date. You tell me a firm date. And then I'll, I'll, you know what? My check will, won't bounce. I'm going to give you your money. I'm going to do my end of the deal. You need to hold, uh, uphold your end of the deal. And if one of us doesn't, guess what? There'll be a penalty involved. So you want to have a firm date, not a flabby date. Not a yeah. physically fit date. Fum, fum date. Fum, <laughs> right. not okay. flabby. So, so Phil, uh, do, you, do you have any questions for Z about training people? Because you have an army of people. Or, I mean, do you have any questions? Maybe you could, you know, maybe a younger self, uh, you know, could have asked Dr. Z there. 
Well, one one of the challenges we have is is uh, I guess just self confidence for some of our our guys. They always uh, want us to involve us in in any deals that they don't feel comfortable with at all, even though they may have done them several times and they probably know uh, way more about it than the general public. But they still always want to include us and take us with them, and just getting people weaned of that, um, you know, needing us basically. Oh, I've got the perfect. I've got the perfect move to build self confidence, and when we get back, oh. I'm going to blow your mind, Mr. Pickle. Can you tell me just real? It's quick? going to be Earth. I mean, you you might want to hold on to something. Zeke, can you tell us real quick? I mean, I know we're going to. I know we're going. A lot of people are going to go to Oklahoma Joe's and get those baked beans, and we've got some great sponsors. But can you just tell us real quick before the break, just real quick? You know, I, I'm not going to. You know why? Uh, I don't know why. Because I choose not to. Oh, wow. All right. Go to thrivetimeshow.com. Click the watch live button. Stay tuned. This is my wife, Jensen uh, Watts. We have, she has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work um, and, you know, got tired of listening to radio all the time and I can't plug my phone into my truck. It's, it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day the Thrive Show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to, um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows. Um, and so that's, you know, took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it. I think it's wonderful. It's, it's been great. It's a great environment. Um, I love the feel in here, and I really love how, you know, entertaining uh, Clay can be as well. Yeah, I am so grateful to be here, and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, t- I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business, because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything, but it's hard to get the clientele, so learning about the marketing has really helped me, and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this, because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think yeah. I can go home and... Like, I have it written out, the, the steps that I need to take and, and everything. It's very practical. Yeah, a big thing that's, that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff, is just, you know, a, a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life. I love it. I am laughing a lot of the time, and it's so entertaining, and I, I just love being here. It's awesome. I, I really like the smaller class group, um, so it is more of an interaction, even if it isn't, you know, a constant, raise my hand, here's the question, here's the answer. Um, it's just that kind of feel, just, just a smaller It's great. Yeah. They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So. Yeah. Clay's been very giving with his, his time, um, his knowledge, his talents. Um, you know, at work, you know, when I was telling people about this, like, I hope you're not joining some get rich scheme. Like, <laughs> you know, even if it is, he's not going to charge me for it. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, I mean, I would even love to come again. See, historically speaking, has there ever been a movie as good or as pure 
or as deep as Karate Kid? I mean, Peter Cetera, Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi, what? Wax on, wax off. I think that's pretty much the ultimate. Every movie aspires, every movie says, can how close to Karate Kid can we be? Now, I, wanna, I think that's pretty much the I measure. I want to ask you a tough question before okay. we get into answering the secret moves? Phil Pickle's question on how okay. you train All right. team members quickly who maybe yes. are a little uh, hesitant to hopping right into the water here. Got so it, this is the, the tough question. We all know that the greatest actor of all time is Ralph Macchio, the guy who played Karate Kid. I thought it was Keanu Reeves. No, there he beat out Keanu Reeves by, oh, by, by two okay. points. Oh, wow. Very complicated po- algorithm. Okay. Yes. How m- close to being better uh, as an actor is Adam Sandler than Ralph Macchio? I mean, if you had to say, well, Adam Sandler, here are some tips. You're, you're, you're talking. <laughs> you know, you are, listen, you are, listen, you're poking the bear right listen, now. You're talking. You're sitting here. You're sitting there. Ralph Macchio's over in this room. And Adam Sandler, you know, you're in a different room with Adam Sandler now, and he says, hey, what is he doing? What can I do to become the next Ralph Macchio? I aspire to be that good at acting, like the Karate Kid actor. What advice would you give to Adam Sandler? Give it up. Go home. Are you just, serious? Just give it a go. Yes, there's no, there's no chance. Why do you dislike him so much? I don't, I don't dislike him as a person. I just think the characters he always plays in the movies are just so annoying. They're just, they've got the same little, that same little move. It's always just like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in a junior high locker room with a, with a kid that doesn't really, isn't really socially acceptable. Which you ties, know what I mean? Which ties in to the story I believe you're going to tell here. I mean, are you, are you going to go to, to a kind of a camp kind of I, campy? Yes, okay, my super move that I, that I teased all the Thrivers with before the break was. Is that I would I would take them back in 1984. I was a camp counselor at Camp Takatoka. Camp Takatoka, Pocahontas. Camp, no, just Camp Takatoka. Takatoka. It's a YMCA camp on Fort Gibson Lake here in North here in beautiful Green Country, which is AKA Northeast Oklahoma. Oh, nice. Yes, um, I was 19 years old, and I was in charge of the cabin that had the 10 year old boys. Oh. I think that's why I get along so well with your son, who's 10 now also. Did you lose a bet or win a bet? How did you get in charge? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I won a bet. I won a bet. That's okay. where I wanted to be. Yeah. And there's a great age. And uh, like I said, that's why I think I get along with Aubrey so well. That, he wants me to be a financial backer to him, too. So he he's, really he's does. wooing me He really that. is obsessed, though, with your, with your brain. He's trying to get inside your brain. There you go. So what we did is to build confidence. And we do this. I'll, I'll tell you what we did back then. We had ropes course. And we would do a, a low elements and a high elements. The low elements was group building. The high elements was individual self-esteem building you had to you know you had to go through all these high scary places and do the pamper pole which is where you jump and catch the thing and it really built your self-confidence as a person you could see the kids really grow and develop from that you know now the other thing we would do is the is the swimming and this is kind of more the analogy with my doctors you know every time that they would come work for me i'd say okay we see this many patients they'd always be so intimidated they'd be like there's no way i can see that many there's just it's absolutely impossible i'm sorry no other optometrist sees as many patients as you do, or very few do. I mean, yeah, my daughter, it's overwhelming. For my people. daughter, who's now in the practice, she said we saw between the two offices. Um, this was you know during the during the week we saw 143 between the two. Wow. Uh, yesterday or the day before. Wow. So you know she's tracking that. She's doing really well. I had lunch. Or I had uh, before I started the show. I had met with her. And we're going over some customer service stuff we're going to do, and really some some cool things we're going to. It's you know, amazing that the, the spike, uh, the increase of, of patients when they knew that you were officially no longer going to be there, <laughs> and she was going to be there. They're like, oh yeah, they yeah. all Dr. love Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Bridget. She's doing it. She's doing a great job. She's taken to it just so well. Um, so anyway, what the point is though that you would you would put them in? They'd say, "There's no way I can do it." 
and you just you throw them in the in the deep end of the pool. And guess what? They'll they'll swim, and and you just keep doing that, and they swim and swim and swim better. Marshall act, asked me a question on the break. He goes, well, "What happens if they're not a good swimmer?" Well, you're there watching them. You don't let them drown for goodness sakes. I mean, you're there to you know get them out if you need to. But the point is, is that every day you do that, it just it just kind of you just put them in that situation. You put them in it. So like whenever they're calling you, uh, Mr. Pickle, and said, "Hey, I need. I'm not real confident with this deal. Can you come walk me through this? Can you can help me?" You're like. You know, I can't, but I know you've got it, so do it, right? Right. And you make yourself less available, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're doing the deals on their own because part of it is they have to, right? Right. But you want to make sure you give them all the resources to do it. Like my doctors, you know, I make sure that we have all the resources that they can go from room to room to room to room and see as many patients um, and as effectively as, as possible. And today's overarching uh, idea, the big topic we're talking about today is why, you know, what does the coaching experience look like, whether it's a financial coach or a business coach? Uh, Phil, why do you have to meet with your financial advisor on regular intervals? I mean, what, what is the value of seeing the person regularly and not just setting up your system, forgetting it, and, oh, hey, I'll see you in 30 years, buddy? Well, um, you know, life changes. Um, there's things that happen, things that are different. Uh, there's there's situations that change, and you got to keep up on it and make sure that your plan is, is still viable for, for what your goals are. Now, I'm going to put Marshall on the hot seat here, Marshall. So here you go, okay? We have, as a business coach, we, you meet with your clients every week, and there's three main reasons to do it. So I'm going to read off the reason, and then you just you just sort of explain what marinate. that means. I'm going to marinate. Here we go, Marshall. Here we go. So one, they help you maintain your purpose and focus. This is this is the Marshall Morris hot take. You got to maintain your purpose and focus okay. because if you don't have a direction and a purpose for where you're going, you're just going to go in a circle for very very quickly. Now, Napoleon Hill once wrote, "If you have no major purpose, you are drifting towards certain failure." Now, the second reason to meet with a business coach on a weekly basis or your financial planner to meet with them regularly is the power of thermostats versus thermometers because a thermostat does what, Marshall? A thermostat is going to tell you specifically what you want the temperature in the room to be. Hmm. Now, a thermometer is the opposite. It's going to tell you what the temperature of the room reads. You want to be a thermostat. Set the temperature of the room, not read off what everybody else is. Dr. Z, Napoleon Hill once wrote, one's associates constitute the most important part of one's environment. And environmental influences determine whether one forms the habit of drifting or becoming a non-drifter. What is he talking about? Well, that's what you surround yourself with is what you become. And we've talked a lot about your net work is your net worth. Oh, say it again. Say it again. Your net work, i.e. the people you have around in your life, that little inner circle, we all have one, is your net worth. Okay? So, in other words, the people that you surround yourself with is just one of the elements, but a very important element as to how you live your daily life. And so, so many times, Clay, we, you know, I know I've seen you do it hundreds of times. I've done it. You know, young people come to you or, or people come to you and they say, hey, listen, help me, help me in my business. And one of the things that you have to do is you have to evaluate how many idiots are you running around with. You know, and that's a hard word to say. And I don't, you know, don't mean that despairingly, but you know, it. if you're running around with, with people that are pulling you down and not lifting you up, that's a problem. I have a little bit of a funny, funny quick story for you. In, in college, I, like I hung out with some guys that were idiots because I was an idiot. Yeah, and I like to and think that's the people that's around you, yeah. you, you know, you always go, the people around me influence me. But I was actually the leader of the idiots. You know, I was like the czar of the bazaar. Oh, cool. And so one of the things we would sit down together is think of things we could do. And one, one move we discovered was there's this really crappy casino that had just opened. It wasn't a big deal yet. And it was basically the way you do a casino is you just throw up a steel building 
throw in some what some uh, slot machines and there uh -huh. you go. There you and you have it. And it's like you know a dollar guys night. You go in and you get when you walk in you pay a dollar and they give you ten dollars of tokens or something. Yeah. And we're like. If you walk in from one end and then you, you walk in from the other end, you twice. And there's three different ends the way you can get in there. So we can get $30 for $3. Oh, my. But you have to go at 6 and 8 and 10 because they have a shift change. You know, you, so like, oh, yeah. You, so, you figure it out. So you're in this group of geniuses. And you're going, so if we devote an entire night of our lives, we can get $30? Oh, yeah. dude, beautiful. Awesome. And if you go through this way through the buffet line, they'll never know. This is the kind of stupid stuff that people talk about when they don't know what they're doing. But a business coach will show you the proven path to success and go, hey, maybe we should spend less time strategizing about how to con the bingo slash casino into giving you free stuff. Marshall, why is it so important to learn a proven path from a proven business coach? Because you can either learn from mentors or mistakes. Oh, hot take again. Ah, That's a hot take. Mentors hot take. or mistakes. Ah. And so if, you, if you're if you watching the landscape and you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of people that have never actually grown a successful business, then your only option is to maybe steal one of their ideas of something that was unsuccessful. Rather, surround yourself with people in business, a business coach that has done it before and has had success and has a proven system and implement that. Now, Thrive Nation, we have five action steps you can take today. One, the safe money book. Phil, where can they get the 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 fake or the 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 sorry the fake the safe money? Where can they get the safe money book that you're offering for that financial guide? There, they can uh, contact our website myanchorgroup.com, or uh, they could give us a call and request one at nine one eight five nine one two eight eight zero. Now, move number two and three, you could go to thrivetimeshow.com and subscribe to the podcast, or you could go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets for the next in-person workshop. Move number four, you could go to thrive15.com, the world's most affordable business school, and sign up for your first month for just a dollar. Or move the final move, move number five, you could sign up for a one-on-one -on -one consultation with an actual Thrive 15 business coach. And I, and I will tell you that even if you don't move forward with the program, just knowing what you don't know is an eye-opening experience for so many people. I cannot speak highly enough about it, but I'm trying to sell you something. So go up there, read the reviews, Read the reviews. This just in. It's a solid program. It's affordable. It's month to month. It's all available at thrivetimeshow.com. And Z, as always, as we're going to end with a bang. Three, Three two, two, one. Boom. boom.